Ha ha ha, we cut this part out. I don't, why does that song start with 16, 16 year old, like why, like of all the hype man things to start with, why does he say that? Oh, oh, is, is, is Mo Bamba 16? That might be it. Who, who is Mo Bamba? So Sheck West uh, wrote the song, I think about his friend who plays basketball, who goes by the name of Mo. Is his last name Bamba? Uh, I think so. We can look it up. Just like origins of the song Mo Bamba. Okay. Okay. Um, what is Mo Bamba about? You can like start the episode if you'd All like. Alright, I guess that's cool. This is season two, episode five. Wow, how far have we come? Damn. Um, how or how far we've come. That's the right term. Um Ooh, found out. Sorry, it? It, it came up. Um, the song is af- named after Orlando Magic player Mohamed Bamba, who grew up with Sheck West in his Harlem, New York neighborhood. The two spent some of their childhoods together. Producer's 16-year-old in Take a Day Trip. Oh, okay. So that's the name of the producer. So that's okay. like like a, like DJ Khaled. Oh, okay. So it's, it's the audio it's, watermark in your it's song. Basically, it's the producer being like, hey, I did that. Shut me out. Um, okay, 16. well, I guess that's interesting. Um, so you've you've seen those memes of like saying like uh, sicko bomba, sicko mo mode. I I prefer mo mode just because it sounds stupid. Uh, it, it rolls off the tongue a lot less. Than uh-huh. sicko bomba. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's just mo really mode. Funny. Yeah, no, mo mode does not. It, it's so much harder to say than <laughs> mo mode than sicko bomba. Mo. mo-, mo- <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds stupid. Bomba mode. Um. Okay, I guess here's a story. Um, I played disc golf today for the first time in almost, I th- probably ever. I think I've never I played disc golf. Well, is it like? Oh, never mind. Never mind. I was about to ask the dumbest question in my entire life. What, what I was about, about to be like, like, is it like ultimate frisbee? That was like, he just said disc golf and not ultimate frisbee <laughs> and i was like halt jackson don't say that <laughs> I, I play I, I play disc golf with uh theater boy uh and uh joseph mm-hmm. and uh that was very fun um the only difference is that um theater man took his his child there and his child who is probably still in elementary school was better than me <laughs> Because well, I had never played child it Child probably goes frequently with him. Yeah. I, I had never played it before, so I was absolute horse shit. Like, mm-hmm. I was garbage. Yeah, for sure. Tra- like, literal trash. Like personality, uh, like disc golf skill. Yeah, I mean, basically. <laughs> uh, just take my personality and throw it into a disc golf player, and that's what you got. You got the, the Mohammed Bamba of disc golfers. <laughs> um, yes, so... Which is to say good question mark? I don't know if... Mohammed Bamba's very good. I just know he has a song named after. Hopefully he is. I'd hope so if he's going mo mode all the time. He's He's in he's in permanent mo mode actually. (laughs) You should have gone sicko mode on the like nine year old. (laughs) I don't know how old he is. Um. Okay. Yes, but disc golf. So I every single time I threw it, it did that thing where um you know how like. It'll go straight and then curve right at the It'll where. Curve left, yeah. <laughs> so I I would get it and I would be like okay and it would go like a decent distance and then it would fucking and then like turn around uh-huh. and go back like ten feet. Yep. And I'm like, 
So, um, I was always perpetually left of where I was supposed to be. <laughs> and you would think that after a, a certain amount of time... You'd I would, aim I, a little to the left. <laughs> oh, I, I would aim to the right, you know, so that it would curve where I was going, or like oh, where yeah. I wanted it to go. You that's would think what, I would what catch I on to, to that. But I never did. Um, I don't know why. So, uh-huh. I, I just played disc golf the entire time, and it was always getting lost in the woods, or like... Getting going a little like, to the left? Way out of, yeah, going like way out of where we were supposed to go. I never so played, that was fun. I, I got never like disc golf. Yeah, I mean it's 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 fun. It's definitely um, kind of a, a more chill mm-hmm. thing that you would probably do with your friends rather than going out and expecting some like tournament, high stakes like shit. Yeah, but it's fun. <laughs> I played ultimate frisbee before, and that's fun. Is that the one where it's like? Um, that's the one where it's like soccer, but with frisbees. Okay, yeah. And you can well, use, use your hands. I also suck at that because um, I can. I mean, based on my disc golf skills, I'm not the best at uh, frisbee throwing. So I, yeah. I'm very mediocre at ultimate. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but it's a thing, you know. Frisbees, uh-huh. frisbees exist. They do. Created in the year um, 1865 by John Frisbee in the height of the Civil War, John Frisbee thought of a way to unite America once more with the frisbee. With the frisbee, like he thought of a. Uh, um, you know how in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles they they shoot like um, the Zaz, dude. The Zaz, they they shoot sewer <laughs> covers. Yeah. Um, it's like that. Like he he had an idea where he was gonna build a tank, but it shot um, like like metal frisbees. <laughs> but then they were just like, hey, what if we turn these into plastic things and play them with dogs? Uh, throw them at dogs. Do you ever play the Wii Sports Resort game where you threw frisbee at dogs? No, I did not. Unfortunately, was that, that was good. Which one was that? Wii Sports Resort. Resort. Resort was. Baller. It was baller. I think they made another one, didn't they? They made Wii Sports Club on the Wii U, which was just Wii Sports, like the original one, but on the Wii U. Oh, really? Hold on. I thought which they made is a to second, say worse. I thought they made a second Wii Sports Resort. Hold up. Hold up. Oh, they might have actually done that. You know? I Resort. I guess I'll just type in two. Ooh, I'll be back in one second. I have to what? send you the... I have to hit send on the email of oh. <laughs> NRA Simulator. Okay. We played Enter the Gungeon. Um, and that's cut... Okay, I guess they didn't make a Wii Sports uh, Resort 2. Someone needs to access to the file. Uh-oh. Share. Share it with me, baby. Send. I totally thought that they did make a new one. Guess not. All right. I'm just sneaking. Come here, buddy. We gotta do our podcast. Oh, it's not like you can kill, like, ten seconds of time. Um... Um, uh, um, uh, keep and uh, red. Uh, That's the next topic okay, of the conversation. Yes. All right, uh, we were we brought were, it back. Woo! Uh, I was worried, worried a bit there. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think we could recover from that one. <laughs> Imagine that our podcast just gets to seven minutes and then we run out of things to talk about. Like, <laughs> after I'm not saying that it hasn't happened before. After like, all of these episodes, seven minutes goes by and we're like, well, uh, I guess we're gonna end the episode now. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, fucking, it has definitely happened before, though, like, on days when we're, we're more tired, and for people who, um, like, watch frequently, which is surprisingly a lot more Yeah, there's, like, there's, like, 13 people that just every episode. Yeah, and it's, it's awesome. Significantly more than I thought. And we have a lot of subscribers on YouTube, and, like, a fifth of those people watch regularly, so, I guess, if you're not one of those 13 people... Die. <laughs> Die. Yeah, but for anyone who's watched 
for a while, you know there's like there some, there are some out there. Some, some out there. <laughs> some yeah. out there where it's just silence for a couple minutes and we're like, um uh Um, got any plans this weekend? <laughs> it's no. it's just uh perpetual <laughs> like we don't know what to talk about. Uh-huh. Um but yes, King Crimson. Mm-hmm. Bring why don't you bring that on around? Okay, buddy? so Jack comes to me well first off i listen to a lot of progressive rock yes i really enjoy progressive Progressive rock rock. um so jack comes to me like week two weeks ago ish it was i think it was like a week ago something like that and he's like jackson i want to listen to more progressive rock and i was like my son Welcome, my little baby. Welcome to the order. Small, small turtle, <laughs> come, come into the folds. Um, uh, so I recommended to him King Crimson. If you listen to progressive rock out there, you know King Crimson. Real nice, real nice, real nice. <laughs> so then Jack texts me some pictures from flea market? Question mark Where you were? Um. Okay, so I, I said it was the flea market, but I was just being stupid. It was this like antique um, mall right next to Swamp Water. I should okay, that's I, it's not pretty right. much a flea market. Yeah, I, I'd say that that was a. I mean, I don't even know that that place exists, so I'd say that that's a solid enough okay. for the tiny brain yeah. that doesn't know where or what that is. I'd say flea market's enough knowledge for me. <laughs> but I um, I was about to not say that, but also it's really nowhere close to where we live it's a good drive away yeah um but yeah we were down there with my dad and my sister Mm -hmm. and i i was looking um i mean i was looking around partially for things to put in my room because we just painted my room uh, a nice solid gray nice um it was previously a dark blue but uh, we painted my room and um i was looking for new shit to put in there that might look cool with the walls um and then uh my Interest quickly shifted from uh, room decorations to I'm gonna find some like sick ass um, vinyls, like record or so. Nice. Yeah, I knew I could only get one or two, like two if I was lucky because I didn't have any money. And my dad was like, "All right, fine, I'll buy you something." Um, nice. Yeah. So I was looking around, and uh, oddly enough, not a lot of people have a lot of progressive rock <laughs> <laughs> vinyl on them, which d- didn't surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, cause it's not the most, uh, out there mm-hmm. genre, you know, um, you gotta be really into it. But, uh, I, I came across, um, two King Crimson albums, one titled USA, I believe. I think that was a live album. Okay. Um. Which, I mean, isn't a bad thing. Live albums can be really good, yeah. but it wasn't like one that I was that familiar with. Mm-hmm. But then I, I came across Red and I sent Jackson a picture of them. Ugh. Also found some Genesis stuff, which I, I want to start getting into Genesis, but also some of their stuff is prog and some of their stuff is really like poppy. 80s. Uh-huh. And I didn't know which was which, so I was like... Oh, I'll, I'll be honest, I haven't listened to a lot of Genesis. I really like Peter Gabriel. I've listened to his like solo stuff, but mm-hmm. not <clears throat> a lot of the progressive Genesis stuff. I listened to like the 80s, right. like pop music. Part. I listened to all of Selling England by the Pound. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty good. Um, <clears throat> one of their most popular songs on the album, though, isn't really my favorite. And then one of their like least popular ones is. Mm-hmm. So I guess... Uh, it happens sometimes, man. It happens. Um, they're, uh, they're, what is it? The song, um, I Know What I Like in Your Wardrobe. I'm, I'm, I'm not that familiar. I like it a lot. It's 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 got a nice beat and it nice. starts off <clears throat> weird with, nice. like, with like bongos. So and shit. Good. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. 
bongos. Your whole expression just faded into confusion. I heard my brother. Um, so Red by King Crimson is amazing. And you showed it to me and I was like, boy. It did. It had a purchase. little sticky note that said rare find on the bottom it right is, corner. It is. Actually, yeah. Um, I have it on uh, iTunes because I, I hate myself. Um, <laughs> not actually. Um, Red's really good. Uh, the history behind that album is also really cool. Mm-hmm. So that whole album was made by three people, which is impressive because the album's like ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I mean, they had a lot of other people come on and do, like, you know, fucking, like, cornet solos, but it was all, like, arranged and written by those three. Um, but Bill Bruford, the drummer for that album, I think it was his first album with King Crimson, maybe his second, whatever it was, he was the drummer for the first, like, five albums of Yes, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah, which is really cool. And then the bassist and singer, Bill Wetton, John Wetton, something Wetton. Something Wetton. Um... <laughs> would go on to play in Asia, which I don't know if you're familiar with, but has a lot of the members of Yes in it. Uh, like, Yes, maybe a guy from Genesis? Maybe, maybe so. But basically, that album was made by, like, three dudes who would go into, like, almost every, like, impressive prog rock band, mm. which I find interesting. And also yeah. that three people made it. And then they broke up after the yeah. album. But then they got back together in the 80s with out John Wetton, Bill Wetton, something Wetton. I'm going to say that's his full name now. Oh, John um, Wetton, something Wetton. Yeah, Wetton. exactly. Um, and made one of the best albums ever created. So, you know, I recommend King Crimson yes. Discipline, one of the best albums I've ever listened to. So I Weird listen- is absolute hell. Okay. But good. That's good. I like weird shit. But, uh... The whole reason why I came up to you was because um, I'm a massive Yes fan. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I love, absolutely love Yes. Um, and I figured, I was like, well, if I really like these guys, then maybe I'll like other progressive rock mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and I branched out there, and I couldn't really find a whole lot of stuff yeah. that was... Um, uh, well, obviously, I didn't want it to be exactly like Yes, but I was looking for stuff that was similar. And I couldn't really find a whole lot of good stuff. Um, yeah. Now that you've recommended stuff to me, <laughs> it's going pretty well. Nice. I'm finding some nice bands. Good. Um, <clears throat> I've listened to the first like, not even a whole lot. Like the first like quarter of in the court of the Crimson King. It's uh, be- weird. <laughs> it is really weird, but um, just because it's not on Spotify or YouTube, so I yeah, can't, you gotta like, find it in different places. Yeah, I had to find it. Find it on Vimeo, and I was <laughs> like, yeah, it's not the best because I have to keep my phone on. While listening oh, to yeah. it, and I don't know. So, I guess I'll just have to find a time where I can sit down and listen to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that their first song, "21st Century Schizoid Man." Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll branch off into another band here. You sent me a band, uh, uh or you didn't send me. You showed me yeah. a band uh, called Fuzz. Oh, And you yes. were like, listen to this album, and because uh, you, who is it? The our physics teacher yeah. brought like bought it uh-huh. and started playing it in um we're doing we're filming in his classroom for a class um or f- film class but he started playing it uh before we started filming and uh-huh. i was like this is kind of cool and you're yeah. like it's called fuzz so yeah. i went and i listened to i listened to the whole album mm-hmm. on spotify Good. and 
Boy, oh boy. No. It's That's an experience. Awesome. Fuzz 2 is my favorite one. Mm-hmm. The thing about Fuzz 1 is that it has 21st Century Schizoid Man on it. Yeah. So it's, like, ridiculous. Yeah, and it's a really good cover of it. Because, uh, so I I was listening to the, the full album, but Spotify does this thing where if an, a playlist or an album doesn't have enough songs on it, it'll throw some extra songs mm-hmm. in there for, by the same artist. Yeah. Just to make it so, like, because... The, the whole thing is without Spotify Premium, you're not supposed to be able to choose your own songs. Yeah. And if a playlist is small enough, then you technically can if you just skip enough. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want that to happen because they're greedy. But um, so there was a couple of songs thrown in there from other albums by yeah. the band. In 21st Century, Schizoid Man came on. And I was like, wait, I have music knowledge now. I know where this is I know is this from. song. So I sent it to Jackson, and I'm like, have you heard this? And he freaks out. He's yeah. like, what? No. <laughs> no, no, I haven't. Because I'll be honest, I've, I'd, up to that point, I'd really only listened to Fuzz 2. Mm-hmm. I hadn't really branched into Fuzz 1 yet. So I was like, what? But then I have listened to Fuzz 1 now, and I'm like, it's is it really just good. as good? I, I personally I prefer Fuzz 2, but mm-hmm. probably because I fr- heard it first. Yeah. Um, and also the like 13 minute song on there that is just like it's, super it's good. Yeah. Yes. Um, Something to be said about really long songs. And it's definitely one of those uh, bands where you can just like play it like in your car. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, it, you don't have to be listening yeah. exactly to it. Because that's that's my one thing about um, some music and some bands is that. Um, when I listen to a lot of prog rock, they have really like intricate um, stuff. Intricate yeah. stuff. Some of their lyrics are like deep, and they they like mean or different cool, stuff. Yeah. And if you if you you kind of kind of like read into it a bit to understand what they're saying, um, so that's why personally it, it, I don't really like um, like throwing on an album while doing something else mm-hmm. because then all I'm focusing on is the music. Uh-huh. But this is a great band where you can just throw it on in the background yeah and, and you know that's a, that's the other thing is that if, if the songs don't have lyrics it's a lot easier to listen to them <laughs> yeah. in the background but if they, if they're just songs that you can like jam out to it oh, reminds me sure. a lot of the scott pilgrim soundtrack which mm-hmm. is why i originally liked it yeah. a lot because i love that soundtrack good stuff Very dude good band. yes um um 2112 you talked to me about that and um that song is ridiculously good <laughs> um for those who don't who are not uh adjusted to what that song is it's like 22 minutes ish yeah it's around it's around the same length as close to the end yeah um which is to say long long yeah not it's the, a 20 minute not song. your average song so it I, was I, the entire a side of the the vinyl that it came on like the I, whole side was one song <laughs> i um shoot what was i going to say oh yeah so bef- before watching 2112 i knew it was a long ass song so it, i knew that they probably put a lot of time and effort into this so i, I watched a, a history video on it yeah beforehand <laughs> and um apparently um who was it like at the time um rush what was it like people were like pressuring rush to be more of like a popular band and yes. less of like a progressive uh-huh. band exactly because they were like they were like man your progressive stuff isn't really uh hidden yeah that because well. they came out with their first album and it was like oh working man this is a this is a song that everyone can get along to mm-hmm. and then like oh fly by night that's a cool poppy fun song everyone likes it which i mean cool poppy fun in not the sense of like a pop song but yeah. in the sense that it's 
uh, uh, like easy to grasp, easier mm-hmm. to grasp than normal uh, like progressive rock. Then they came out with Caress of Steel and had Bastille Day, which was like just actual revolutionary French music. And they're like, uh, 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 can, can you come out? Can you come out with? And no one liked it. Uh-huh. And they're like, uh, can you can you make cool music? And they're like. I guess, and then they made 2012, and everyone liked it, and it was like 30 minutes long. Yeah, well, the thing is, uh, what the what this video that I watched said is um, that people weren't really liking all their progressive stuff that much, um, but they were very much in the belief that um, if they did something, if they tried hard enough at something, then their band would be recognized by the people that you know that like their stuff uh-huh. and like 20 that, minutes and 34 like seconds, that kind of stuff the so they they responded to the people saying you should make more popular songs by releasing a 20 minute epic <laughs> uh 20 minute sci-fi epic yep. to be exact. <laughs> weird sci-fi there's a song there or, or i guess a movement <laughs> yeah he it. has multiple yeah. he has like six movements yeah there's one that's just discovery is what it is and it's just him tuning a guitar <laughs> but then making really good music with it and it's oh my god it's so good dude i can't I imagine love it. It, it it reminds me of like um when i picked up guitar for the first time and i just picked it up and started messing just with shit goofing, yeah. yeah and like some of the like it starts off and it doesn't really sound all that good he's just plucking random strings going like what the fuck is this mm-hmm. and then he like actually makes real music out of it it's sweet it's very much uh related to the book anthem if you've mm-hmm. read that good book kind of the same general story um yeah yeah rush um i love rush a lot i know you haven't really listened to a ton Not a right lot, no. um so i've listened to a lot um and they have this one song called la via strangiato and it's like eight minutes long and it's like the last song they did that was like stupid long and progressive like that but they had to record it over like two weeks in one of their backyards because it's such a complex song there's pictures of like the set i guess uh no one could see the quotation marks i gave um but it was like timpanis and chimes and just stuff like laid out in the backyard and i just imagine them like running around like banging them and (laughs) doing that and having to do that over like two weeks to try and get it to make a song and they did make a song and it's really good but they were like we're not gonna do that anymore (laughs) that was painful (laughs) yikes um you know you're uh a progressive rock fan when eight minutes long isn't that long to you (laughs) because i was thinking about it um like Normal songs are around three, three, yeah, three minutes long, uh-huh. maybe three and a half. But I'm not used to listening to songs that are like seven to nine minutes yep. long. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Is just like discourse on progressive rock now, but a lot of people consider Muse progressive rock. What are your thoughts on that? Um. Well, it would help if I had heard them. What you don't really listen to Muse? <laughs> no. Okay. I think Muse is definitely, like, modern, I guess. Like, the modern equivalent of progressive rock. Um, not, like, their super, like, poppy stuff. Especially their newest album. My God, don't listen to that. Oh, okay. Jack, please. <laughs> listen to listen to one of their good albums before you do that. Okay. <laughs> to any people who listen to Muse out there, they know what I'm talking about. Same with... Uh, dude, I don't know what it is, but this, like, last year has been a lot of, like, old bands coming out with albums that it's like, oh, I haven't come out with an album in a while. That's awesome. And then they come out with just an album that is awful. Like, the new, the, not, I guess not the newest, the second newest Gorillaz album. 
so bad. Really? <laughs> Humans. The now now was great uh, to also anyone who listens to the gorillas. Now now was fine, but Humans was so bad, um, and I was really sad about it because I love the gorillas. Uh-huh. Like one of my like top three favorite bands ever. They're ugh, so good. But then I listened to that album and I was like, ah. oh, it was the first album in like like eight years or something like that. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh. I didn't really like the newest Arctic Monkeys album. That was really disappointing. But the Black Keys came out with a new song like a week ago. It's a bop? Really good. A bop. So I guess life is on the up and up there. But the newest Weezer album, really bad. (laughs) The newest Weezer album. I never liked Weezer all that much, I'm going to be honest. All right, well, I guess you can just (laughs) get out of my house. All right. (laughs) You know, I also don't like gorillas that much either. Yeah, but what? Did you listen to Buddy Holly and Feel Good Inc.? And then you were like, oh, I don't really like either of these bands. (laughs) (laughs) No shade at all. All right, listen. Listen, buddy. back and forth a bit yeah i definitely did one of those things where i listened to the first like minute and then i was like eh. i don't like this band <laughs> not okay the fr- like the first minute of multiple songs oh uh, yeah so i i got a general taste but yeah but you but, can listen to 20 minutes that's the, the first minute of 2112 grabs you though yeah <laughs> none of the songs like grabbed me in and hooked me in and i was like a good band would do this so <laughs> Jeez. I said, um, not my, not my thing. What Weezer songs have you listening? To? I'm sorry, Weezer. Africa by Weezer. All right, well, <laughs> you can just actually die. <laughs> I listened to this cover song that they made. Yeah, and... it was absolute shit. So the band was bad. Sorry. <laughs> so the whole band is bad. You know that the one of the best albums that has ever been created ever that came out like 20 years ago. Yeah, the song that they came out with last summer that was a yeah, cover was of a bad. different song was bad, so I guess that's also bad. Yeah, I don't know. I will say uh, Weezer I haven't listened to as much. In fact, I don't even remember the songs that I have listened to. Listen to the Blue Album and Pinkerton. Okay. Those are the albums that every Weezer fan universally agrees is good. From there, people are like, they've never made a, a good album since then. I'm in the camp that's like, I still like those albums. Yeah. Um, but I can definitely see why people don't like them. But those first two albums, listen to them. And people out there in the world who are listening this far in and have withstood our music opinions up until <laughs> now, listen to those albums. Big recommend. All right, I, I'll check them out, though, just because... Uh, Very I, different from, like, prog rock, but uh, still really good. Yeah, because I've listened to Gorillaz. Uh, I can understand. Not decided like that they're, they're not my of, thing. They're goofy. Um, but Weezer, I haven't really listened to as much. Um. Because <laughs> you got that coffee back, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. I every time, um, every time there's an awkward silence, I smack my lips because God, it's I because it's obnoxious. Hate, I hate that sound more than anything. Yeah, dude. but but I uh, I can kind of feel like I should stop doing that because I guarantee people listening are like, oh come on. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know why. Like, I listen to a lot of things. I hear a lot of noises. The noises that I cannot stand are like lip smacking, like chewing noises. I'm just like, oh god, oh, no, oh, no. You would like my dad in that in that sense. Does he also? Yeah, if you dislike... chew with your mouth open, he will murder you. <laughs> and Old, uh, big boy. Yeah, fortunately though, because of it, I don't chew with my mouth open. Yeah, and uh, that's just a courteous thing <laughs> to yeah, do to the people around thing you. To do. But um, when I was uh, a young, younger, younger youngster, boy, a youngster, youngster Joey, young man, oh, you don't, you don't get that. It's a Pokemon joke. <laughs> Wearing shorts because they're light and fun and easy to wear. 
<laughs> no one, I bet nobody gets that joke. Now, I'm, I now I just look, not. now I just look like a, a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> you look like one. <laughs> <laughs> you ever watch uh, Scott the Waz on YouTube? No. He does that a lot, where instead of just saying like loser or nerd, he just inputs virgin as the as a base insult for anybody. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know why, but it's so funny to me. Anyways, continue with what you were gonna say. I don't. I you were don't, you were a young don't, lad. I don't chew with. I used to chew with my mouth open, but now I don't because I'm a good boy. Because you're a, a good, uh, a good a oldster good now. Yeah, but do I think... do. I do uh, crack my handies, and my mother does not. Oh, I do appreciate. that, but I think it, people are losers. People are fucking virgins if they don't like that. <laughs> my mom's like, it's disgusting. I'm like, it's not. Absolutely not. I don't know what about that sound gets people so on edge, but I also don't know what about the sound of chewing with your mouth open gets me on edge, so I guess I should give that same respect. Yeah. You know, there's a guy at our uh, school that has a fear of gum. Fear of gum? A fear of gum. Is it someone that we you know? know him. Do I know yeah, him? Yeah, okay. I don't want to say his name. Don't want to name drop him? Yeah, um, <laughs> but he... He, he like came out to me he's he told me like what the the, the scientific the like phobia is. of the it phobia, is yeah gumophobia like, like, it's just fear it's a fear of gum anytime someone's chewing gum it, it, it sets me on edge and, and it uh I have to like get away from it she sets it on edge fear of gum oh that's just a spray of gum spray of gum oh oh and I said spray of gun <laughs> <laughs> I did not type that very well <laughs> Chiclophobia? Yeah, that's it. That's what, yeah. The fear of chewing gum is a rare specified phobia that manifests in a variety of ways. If you are a chiclophobic, you are likely to have a fear of actually chewing gum themselves. Coming close to a person chewing gum, the sight of previously chewed gum. I don't know. I feel like it, yeah. no one likes the sight of previously that's chewed true. gum, though. But that's more like, just a, mm-hmm. like, that's gross kind I, of thing. I kind of get it, too, because it's like... It's something that you, you just chew on. You don't, like, swallow it. You just chew it and then spit it out. Like, it's kind of a strange concept. A little bit, yeah. I, yeah, I get it. Um, do you have any phobias, Jackson? I hate spiders, dude. hate spiders, Spider, dude. Spiders can... They can all die in the earth. Like, every single one of them die in the earth. I'd rather have more flies on the planet than any spiders. You know how... Damn, everyone, you know honestly, how, I think I hate flies more. <laughs> you know how everyone's like... <laughs> because then the ecosystem's thrown off like fuck that i'd rather have more yeah. other bugs than any of that specific kind of bug i don't have a fear of them but fuck mosquitoes dude i would, I would that's true they are just fucking annoying i'd rather kill mosquitoes than spiders well because one yeah spiders too many eyes too of, many legs fuck that what do they creepy. do they kill things whenever whenever someone who is in favor of spiders is trying to defend spiders the only thing that they say is that they kill things what kind of bullshit argument is that <laughs> like you can't get rid of them because they kill flies like oh i don't care I, I bet the flies care about that that's not very good for the flies then is it like oh but the, the flies don't do anything like well fuck it neither do the spiders i am sorry i hate i hate spiders with a passion damn um they also <laughs> kill mosquitoes though so all right i yeah you know that's a somewhat fair point um yeah I'll, i I'll understand <laughs> i understand the fear for it they're creepy they're weird they yeah, they, they get in the places they shouldn't be creep me yeah. and they, they just look like aliens they don't they look do. like anything familiar um but uh i don't necessarily have a fear of them number one because I don't really see that many in my house all mm-hmm. that often. Like, I, there have been a couple of 
like three or four times where I've had to chase down a wolf spider for half an hour, um, <laughs> with a, with a, my dad's boot and like boot. a and like a cup in my other hand. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's that's four times in my entire life where I've there's been an actual spider threat in my house. Normally, I just I just smack it with my hand, wash yeah. my hand, get on with my day. Um, so yeah, they don't. I don't know. They're not necessarily a nuisance to me. But I understand the fear. Um, I don't personally think I have any, like, Mm -hmm. excruciating, like, if this happens to me, I would freeze and freak out kind of fear. Um, I know my dad's afraid of snakes. I've probably talked that, said that here before. I love snakes. But, um, yeah, I guess the the one that I could um, definitely point out to be more prevalent than the others would like be like what like being out in the open ocean by myself uh-huh. like if i was on a on a kayak or a boat a kayak especially because that'd be <laughs> Just like tiny yeah but like if i was on like a, a boat um and i couldn't see the shore mm-hmm. like that would freak me really because imagine like imagine like you're a couple miles offshore from the mainland and you go, okay, the land is this way, and point in the wrong direction, That's and then right. start driving that way, like, you are not going to live, buddy. I don't care what you say. Like, that's... That's why most boats have compasses. Yeah, I mean, that's a good thing. But... So you can be like, oh, if I look on a map, I can just... If I go this direction, there's yeah. going to be land. I know, but but still, uh, just being out there, and then even, like, uh, even worse, could you imagine um, swimming in the ocean without a boat near you? Now, that... It does not terrifying. sound fun. Being being in open water on a boat is fine to me. Like mm-hmm. uh, when we were on the the cruise for the music department field trip, a few. Well, that was a giant. A few, that a was giant also a giant ass boat. boat. But just looking at the open water, I was like, "This is calming. There's nothing. This is just mm-hmm. the the earth." And I I, yeah. I, I liked that. Well, the, um, I mean, I guess my thing is that I loved the cruise. Like oh, that, yeah. it, I I thought it was very calming too, yeah. and it was really neat to see. But also, it was a giant ass boat, my, plenty of boat. safety, yeah. like securities. Mm-hmm. We went through this whole like evacuation thing before yeah. we started, and there were tons of people on the boat. It's true. Where if I were to fall off, people would be like, "Hey, uh, some guy just <laughs> fell off." Like, um, so that There's also me, land in like almost every yeah, direction. <laughs> that made me feel really comfortable. Um, but like, I don't know, going on a on a boat by myself out in the ocean that just that just freaks me out. Even when we when we went. Uh, snorkeling it took some like effort for, yeah. me to, for me to get out there and once i was out there it was it was helpful because we we were really close to the land oh, yeah. if there was an emergency i could have swam back it would have been mm-hmm. not that big of a deal but um i don't know it was just uh it, t- it took some like mental energy yeah. to, to get me to jump out of that boat. you should read this book called unbroken it's about um the guy that has i guess guys i think there were two of them that were like they have the record of being out on the ocean mm-hmm. for like the longest period, like stretch of time. It was some like, oh geez, let me let me look God, here. let me look up the number terrifying. of days. But basically, it was during too. World War Two, um, uh, and they were uh, like uh, bomber pilots, like like uh, Air Force pilots. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, I just want to know the guy's name. And so they crashed in the um, like the middle of the ocean, and they just floated for like a month. 
What like on what? Their backs? Like like a like a raft. <laughs> okay. So like they I'm crashed like, and there was like an emergency raft, but they just like floated. Um I okay. So in my head I was thinking like longest period of time out on the ocean, like on a boat. And that would probably be like years too, because people spent months months on boats. But a raft? Yikes. That's his name. Uh, hold on. Sorry, this is... John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Louis Zamperini. His name was my name too, dude. Time at sea. Um, 47 days. Jesus. So 47 days just out at sea. And the book is written really well. Um, but it's one of my like favorite books. So they just... So they crashed. First off, plane crash. Mm-hmm. Then they floated towards Japan, which was the enemy, you know, in, in, in the time. Oh, so they just floated there for 47 days. Sun beating down on them. Uh, they were surrounded by sharks for a time. How did they, um, uh, like, eat? They had, like, you know, like, military chocolate, where it's, like, the okay. most, like, carbo-loaded thing that's in ever in existence. Yeah. They had, like, tiny pieces of that, it like, once in the morning and once at night. And that was just, like barely enough to scrape them by but they were found by um uh the japanese taken into prison camps and survived for like three years in their prison camps which i don't know if you know anything about but they're like the most horrific experiences that like people can go through uh and he's like survived through all of it and it's a really cool story isn't that the story Um, of the guy from jaws what uh you know the um the old guy in jaws who's like the supposed like Master Shark Tracker. He gave his whole backstory. Yeah, I haven't exactly, seen Jaws. I haven't was, seen Jaws in a while. Was, uh, I watched it like many a year ago. He gave his whole backstory. It was exactly what you just said. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. But the book is really good. It's a true story and is ridiculous. But if you have a fear of being on open water, <laughs> imagine being on this tiny raft, sharks surrounding you, and you're just like going. <laughs> It's it's really nice. well written and cool, but also like harrowing as hell because you're like, oh god, I would not like uh-huh. <laughs> physically be able to like go through that. Yeesh. Um, I guess, yeah, I don't really have any more uh, alarming fears. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I could I could point some things out, uh, but a lot of them are just stuff that any sane person would be yeah. terrified of. Like, <laughs> Like, I don't know, being close to a fucking lion or something like that. That would like, be a little I, scary, yeah. Who would just openly go up and do that? Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. That's something that everyone's afraid of. I don't, I don't really, I don't know if I have any, like, more, like, specific like things, but just, like, spiders, man. Spiders, man. Too many eyes, too many legs. They move. They they like are still for like ten minutes, and then like you like you glance at your phone and back up, and they're gone. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> right, but it's true though. Like they know. You're like, like they know. Crazy, <laughs> you're like I'm. I'm keeping my. I know where this thing is now, so I don't have to chase it down. Then you like glance for a second, look back up, and they're out. <laughs> they're just they're they've gone into the void and back. <laughs> what would you hold on? How, would you feel more comfortable if uh, spiders had? Uh, Two big human eyes and two human legs. Jesus God, no! <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> they have eight human legs and oh, no. and big human eyes. Yeah. The size of a human. Oh my looks God. Like you. No, but like, like imagine it's like a regular like spider like body, but they have two legs and two eyes. Would you that would that make you feel better? No. If they ran away, like. <laughs> <laughs> 
That would be terrifying. Because <laughs> then, because like the only comforting thing about spiders is that they're fucking tiny, and you're like, hey, little bitch, I'm not, I can just step on you and you're done. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. comforting. But the fact that they're like human size, I could imagine no, 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 them being saying, scared as shit I'm of saying, like people that are just <laughs> like, <laughs> like running away. Meant, okay, I'm sorry. I meant small. Okay. With like tiny, tiny legs, but they were little tiny human legs. Okay. And little tiny human eyes. All right. I might be able to be on board with that. You know, centaurs are technically spiders because they have six appendages. Spiders have eight. Not well. An arachnid only needs six. Okay. And it's so they're tech. I don't. Is that? Yeah. Right. Uh, it it sucks. Like it's it's a, it's a sentence that I despise. Like the technicality that sends it, that uh, centaurs are spiders. But so, it's on. it's out there. Is that the only? Because they have four horse. Well, here let's yeah let's Google. Definition of arachnid. Um, an arthropod of the class Arachnida. What is so? They, it can't just be wingless carnivores. Um, spiders, scorpions, mites, ticks, daddy long legs, body divided into two parts. Um, eight appendages and no antennae. Huh, so I guess they're not. So I guess it's... It, but it's they, they've appendages, got... But they do have... They do have the, like, segmented body part. Two body parts, yeah, that's strange. And no antennae. Unless centaurs have had antennae the whole time. So if they... Maybe they can make a centaur where it's, like, horse arms, horse legs, regular arms, regular legs sticking out <laughs> from the side. <laughs> they don't do anything except they're there for just appearance. For the, the classification of an arachnid. Yes. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Get out of my house.